clap back. They ain't really talking like it's my high. And I'm old vines like Amanda. Only one of Daniel, not a Samson. And he a cancer. I don't got time to be nothing but honest. My favorite language is speaking Ebonics. George, hit me up. Let him know we up to speed. Saying if you on this side, that's the only way, the only way to be. Yay! <laughs> Singlehood, celibacy, and bars. This woman's smile and energy is infectious. In this episode of Testimony, a Musician's Story, Detroit rapper Portia Love shares her Christian testimony. Portia talks about God sparing her life from alcohol and car accidents. She talks explicitly about being a single Christian woman. Additionally, Portia breaks down 70 Degrees featuring Miles Minnick and George Rose, Daniel Chapter 3 featuring Cree and Kalia Coleman, up to Speed featuring George Rose and Don't Worry About It featuring Wande and the Four Song Breakdown. I am Gailiga Brown and this is Sound Seekers Presents Testimony, a Musician's Story. My name is Portia Love and this is my testimony. And let's start with your first music memory, whether it be a song, music video, song, um, concert, Okay. Uh, well, can can I pray before we start? Of course, girl. Go. Yeah. Is that okay? Okay. Cool. Okay. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we just thank you, Lord, um, for this opportunity. God, I thank you for this interview. I thank you for my sister. Lord, I ask that you would just allow your presence to be in the midst of this interview. God, I thank you um, that you will be glorified. I pray that you will allow all flesh to be silent, that your spirit will be magnified. Lord, we ask that you will allow the listeners to be blessed um, according to your will. Lord, we give you glory. We give you praise. We give you honor in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, girl. Okay, so my first, uh, <laughs> my first music memory. Yes. Oh, oh, this is a perfect. Okay, my first music memory is, just came to me. My first music memory is a Return of the Mac. Oh, okay. I don't know if you know that song. Yes, yes it's I like do. an old school song. <laughs> I like it's an old school song. Go ahead, I'll let you speak on that. Yes. Song. I have my thoughts. Yes, no, like I'll let you. It's so speak. funny because I remember. I'm from Detroit, um, so I remember, like, driving up. Well, of course, I was in the back seat, but my family was riding up 8 Mile, and this was the first song I ever learned the lyrics to, outside of nursery rhyme songs, but this was, like, the first industry <laughs> industry song that I learned the lyrics to. Um, so, and I loved it. I fell in love with this song. I would sing it constantly as a child. I was probably, like, three years old, but I remember singing that consistently and then I grew up and I'm like what was that song that I used to sing all the time and then I found it and I was so excited but yeah that was my first music memory for sure okay return of the Mac that song like everyone gets hyped whenever that song comes on doesn't matter like how many years that was like feels like it was 20 years ago yeah <laughs> I love the beginning of it like the mm-hmm. beat when it drops, if you're like, oh. yeah. But then as soon as it comes in with the return of the Mac, I'm just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> I literally just I realized what it meant. That's so funny. What? I just realized what it meant, like probably about two months ago. Okay. I'm like, oh, this is what this is what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love it though. It's fire. <laughs> A good music memory, okay. And you said that you were born and raised in Detroit. Yes. Right. 
East Side, Detroit. I just... Period. How did you know? Because I've I've seen you in person and you always talk about East Side. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, you can't just say Detroit without saying a side. It's a okay. difference. Got yeah. So <laughs> what is specific about East Side for those of us who aren't from Detroit who only know eight mile? <laughs> Tell us why okay. we know why it's so important you rep East Side. Okay, so for me, it's important because East Side is considered like the hype side, you know. Some people will call it the worst side, you know, like the hood, <laughs> a, a worser, it's not a word, but I'm going to use it, a worser side. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, it's not, it's just, it's a big deal. Like when you in Detroit, it's kind of like, oh, East Side, West Side, you know. So yeah, that's really the difference. It's just more hype. You can definitely tell people who are from the east side versus people who are from the west side of Detroit. Really? Because the West are really Yeah, they're more like hype and rowdy. And then the West Siders, they get hype too, but they're not as like loud. So West Side's just like, yeah, I'm from the West Side and East Side's I'm from the East Side. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. The, the East Side girls got more spice. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, <laughs> people from the West Side might get mad if they hear that, but you know, it's the okay. truth. <laughs> so y'all, got the, y'all got the Lowry seasoning salt on the East yes. Side. <laughs> they got paprika on the West Side. It looks good. It just ain't got no flavor, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and did you grow up in a two parent household? I didn't, but I. Okay, so my mom was a single mother um, when I was a child, but then my mother got married to my stepfather. Mm-hmm. So I did have a male figure in the home up until I was 14. And when I was 14, he passed away. Um, and he, like, that was my dad. Like, nothing, blood didn't make us any closer. Yeah. So I love that man. And when I was 14, he, unfortunately, he passed away. And when he passed, I grew up like throughout high school and, you know, as a, in a single parent home. So kind of from like first grade to ninth grade, my stepfather was there. Okay. And then after that, yeah. But I always, like, he was a great example of how a man should be. So. Right. Okay. And do you mind if I ask where you passed away from? Um, he had a pulmonary embolism. Mm. So like a blood clot was traveling and it shut his heart off. And this was like the first time I've experienced death. Nobody had passed away in my family since I was born up until this time. And it was tragic. It was on Christmas Eve. It was tragic for me. I didn't have, I didn't have a relationship with God. Mm. Um, so I really didn't know how to like cope or yeah. pray or nothing. So I hated Christmas, even though, you know, that's not the ideal thing to, to say, but I, I definitely rem- remind you of that moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hated Christmas. I just was like, Oh, and then our last conversation wasn't good. Mm-hmm. So we kind of got into like argument and he was upset with me just cause I didn't want to, it was like petty. I didn't want to babysit. So he was like, you're selfish. you know and then that was our last conversation Mm -hmm. so it took a toll on me as a child but I knew that I had to just kind of like 
bounce back. Like I always had this bounce back mentality, but it really started when I was 14. So, yeah. That's that's sad. It's crazy. I'm sorry to hear that. It's okay. Thank you. So do you have any siblings? I do. I have, I'm the youngest out of two. So I have a brother who's 10 years older than me. And then I have a sister. She's three years older than me. So my brother is with my mom. And then my sister is with my dad. Okay. So yep, I'm the youngest. And I love them. We have a great relationship. My brother is, even though he's 10 years older than me, you can't tell because he's very childish. And then my sister, (laughs) me and my sister look just alike. Like she is, we look identical. Okay. A lot of people would think we're twins when I post pictures and like, oh, you're a twin. But um, yeah, so I have a good relationship with them. Okay. And so growing up then, was it mainly, it was just you in the household with you and your stepfather then? Was that how? It was me and my brother. So okay. me, my brother, my mom, and then my stepdad. Okay. And, and my sister was with her mom. And would you consider, was it a Christian household growing up? Um, I mean, we believe God. <laughs> you are the the standard like Black American. Yeah, yeah. God, and we go on the holidays, but that's my yeah, favorite. exactly, exactly. Yeah. The basic, yeah. you know, we love God, you know, but but fight in the minute. So it was, <laughs> it definitely, I was definitely raised in a household where my mother taught me about God. She taught me what she could. Mm-hmm. She taught me how to pray. She taught me, you know, like who Jesus was. But as far as having that foundation and having that relationship with God, that one-on-one, I didn't get that until I was like 19, 20. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and then let's let's first talk about growing up on the East Side. So as a kid, like... Okay. How how's the environment growing up? Okay, so my environment, my childhood was like the best years of my life. Okay. So even though I had I didn't have a perfect childhood, my mother was amazing. Like I had amazing parents. Even my dad, you know, he wasn't there. He still ain't there. But <laughs> I know he loved me. Like I never, <laughs> I never doubted his love for me I always knew that he loved me my childhood was great I did not want for anything all of my family was like oh you're spoiled you're this you're that but my mama just worked and my stepdad just had a job you know and they gave me the best that they had which was amazing Mm -hmm. so growing up on the east side was fun my mama my mama didn't let me get into stuff that other people was doing like trouble stuff like she was she watched me she made sure I didn't hang out with people that were older than me she made sure that you know I wasn't outside at a certain time Mm -hmm. so she saved me from a lot of things um even though it was you know a lot of stuff going on my mom made sure that I wasn't involved in that um so my childhood was great I really have no yeah my childhood was fire Okay. And then how, when was it that you formed a relationship with Christ? Uh, so, okay. So when I turned, I was 19. 
um, I started to have a closer relationship with my sister because now we were both grown and I was, I moved out of my mom's house just to see what it was like to be on your own. Um, and I started to form a closer relationship with my sister. Mm-hmm. So when I would hang out with my sister, she introduced me to her side of the family. So her mother's side, which is, a, it's a lot of them. It's like her mom alone has 10 children. So it's a lot of them. Yeah, they were crowned like the biggest family in Detroit for one Thanksgiving. Her uh-huh. mom, her mother's mother, which is her grandmother, had like 18 children. Oh, my God. So, yeah. <laughs> and each of those children had at least four. Some of them had like seven, ten, like a social big family. So me, right. yeah. So <laughs> me coming from a small family, my family is small. Yeah. So coming from a small family, going over there, you know, it was crazy. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, like it was fun. Um, and I intru- I got introduced to her cousin, which is now my best friend. And my best friend invited me to church. Okay. So I spent the night at her house one day and her mom, we didn't go to church this one Sunday. And her mom was like, anybody that spent the night at this house, don't have to go to church. So I'm just like, well, why were you going to church? Like my best friend was like, play sleep, play sleep. I'm like, okay. So I just pretended <laughs> like we were asleep. But the next Sunday, she was like, you want to go to church? And I'm like, yeah. You know, I, I always loved church. I used to okay. beg my mama to take me to church. Really? Um, when I, no. Yes. I, I love person I've ever, ever heard <laughs> as a kid begging to go to church. I know. <laughs> I know. I was, I was a little weird kid, but I loved learning. And Sunday school, I love school. So Sunday school was always fun for me. So I used to be like, mama, please take me to Sunday school, please. You know, and sometimes she would take me, sometimes she'd be like, I'm tired. But usually she would take me. So when we started going to church, you know, as an adult, well, I didn't really go to church as an adult. But when my friend invited me, I'm like, yeah, I love God. Let's go. You know, it was, I never had a bad experience in church. So I, I wanted to go. So when we went, that was the first time I felt presence of God Mm. and I couldn't believe it because I didn't know that this was real like I just thought that God was God I didn't know he could meet me in the middle yeah so when I got to the church I felt the presence of God I'm like what is this feeling oh my God and the pastor was like somebody here you know they looking for love and they looking for this and me I was like real tough in the world so I'm like I look for love like what but <laughs> but I realized growing up, it's like I was. I was looking for God's love. You know, I was looking for that reassurance from God. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt an urge to go up and get prayer. And I'm like, I never got prayed for before. This yeah. is my first time in a prayer line, my first time ever getting prayer. So I'm like, I want to go up there. Take me up there. I was scared, but I wanted to go. So my best friend walked me up there and I got prayer and my knees were shaking. I'm like, why is my knees getting weak? <laughs> <laughs> this, this is real. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, this Jesus is real. I thought, literally, I used to think maybe like the stuff was fake on TV. I'm like, ain't nobody falling out like that. But it was real. And that was the first time that my eyes were open mm-hmm. to, the, uh, to the realness of God. Um, so I went home. I used to smoke weed. I threw my weed away. I was like, I'm going to serve, you know, try to do better. And you know, that's a big deal, especially yeah. if you broke. 
and you in the world and you got some weed and you no, throw it away. You, you could at least donated it. Yeah, it's me. Exactly. It's, I could at least. I was like, no, I don't want anyone to partake in this. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to just try to serve God. So, you know, I threw my weed away. The Lord was really dealing with me, but the devil was after me as well. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to make me feel like being a woman of God wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, maybe, you know, I can, I can still do what I want to do, but this life ain't really for me because I used to rap in the world. Okay. So I'm like, mm, I got all these opportunities on the table. This life ain't real. I'm not a church girl. Like yeah. I don't wear skirts past my knees. I will <laughs> never do that. I don't, you know, like I was just checking it off. Like this ain't for me. I don't even like stockings. Like this not gonna work. I don't even like stockings. <laughs> girl, I was just like, I cannot do this. And I decided to go to a Bible study. Mm-hmm. And my first lady who is was first lady she prophesied to me which is i've never experienced prophecy Mm -hmm. and she said portia god want me to let you know i see that you're trying to make a decision but he want me to let you know that your life is on the line Mm -hmm. that if you don't serve him if you don't you know surrender your life unto him your life is on the line and then she just walked away from me Uh, (laughs) um hello i said ma'am excuse me Details. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, but I knew she wasn't lying. It was cause it was things that kept happening in my life mm-hmm. from like car accidents. I literally I've been hit by drunk drivers. I've been hit by a car as a child. I was like eight. My mom was in a car accident from behind when she was pregnant with me. Oh, wow. Like it's so many things that the devil tried to take me out with. I one time I passed out when I was uh intoxicated and I was throwing up and I was choking on my throw up mm. in my sleep. Oh. And my friends, they saved my life. Like, girl, I had so many stories, but I just knew that she wasn't lying. Like I knew that the devil was trying to take me out. So in that moment, that's when I say, okay, Lord, I don't know you. I don't know about you. I don't even think I fit in with this lifestyle, but I'm going to try. I know I ain't about to die. I can't go to hell. So <laughs> that's when I found the Lord. <laughs> so how old were you at this time? I was 20. 20. And do you mind yeah. how old you are now? I'm 30. Okay. Yeah, I'm 30 now. So 10 years ago. So it was 10 years ago. Yeah. My the anniversary is 10 10. So 10 10 11. Okay. So it's coming oh, up on 10 years. <laughs> yeah, that's my birthday. And I'm. I guess I would be going on nine years in the faith then. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah. I celebrate every year my spiritual birthday. So my spiritual birthday, your actual birthday. Happy <laughs> early birthday. <laughs> Thank you and happy early spiritual birthday. Thank you. Thank you. So, okay. Um, and I've seen on on Instagram, like you kind of done some funny spoofs about being single and Christian. And yes, girl. that's my ministry right there. Okay, okay. <laughs> ministry. <laughs> yes. Tell us more about about that ministry, then. Okay, so I love it. I love it. So I've been single uh, for since ten, ten, eleven. Okay. Um, <laughs> I literally, when I just, when God saved me, you know, I just didn't want to do anything that was displeasing to him. 
Mm-hmm. So I tried my best. I'm like, Lord, okay, you know, if you save me, I'm gonna live for you for real. And I really, I've been single for that long. I haven't been in a relationship. I haven't kissed in that long. I haven't fornication. I don't know how deep we can go into, but I haven't done anything sexually. <laughs> yeah. Not even with myself. Yeah. So the Lord has been keeping me. <laughs> the Lord has been keeping me. Um the Lord has given me a ministry about purity mm-hmm. and just to, to encourage other women of God, mm-hmm. you know, to know that life is not all about you becoming a wife. Yeah. Um, of course, it's, that's an amazing ministry and that's an amazing gift, but there's also a gift of singleness. Yeah. And being single is not a season of torment into your man finds you, you know, like it's not a season of like, it should not be. That's not how God intended for it to be, you know? Um, And I feel like a lot of people miss out on the purpose of our season of being single Mm -hmm. because we're so fixated on the future of being a wife. And I believe that there is only things that we at this present time are going to be able to accomplish as being a single woman, yeah. you know, that we won't be able to do once we're married. Yeah. And it's like, well, let me accomplish that. You know, let me fulfill that purpose. Even though I know it's hard. It's so hard. It's like, Ooh, well, who are you telling, girl? I mean, girl. <laughs> it's like, I've been doing this purpose. I've been achieving a lot as a single person. So yes, I'm going to get my partner now. Yes, <laughs> girl, we are. Me, I feel like I'm complete. I think I'm ready now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I understand. I'm like, Lord, come on, Jesus, now. No, honestly, let me tell you what happened. So I was here. I, I just moved to Georgia in um in November. So I live in Georgia, and I love it. That's what I'm sorry. I just oh. I moved to Georgia in September. Oh. You're here. <laughs> yes. Visiting. Don't have to get some coffee. Okay, but <laughs> well, that's exciting. Yeah. So I just moved here in November. Okay. So, and coming out here, I never, this, and this is honest, honestly, I've never experienced loneliness until I moved out here. Yeah. So when I was in Detroit, I was busy, you know, I had a car. I was just going, I was so focused in ministry. I used to do rallies and purity over lust rallies and mm-hmm. lives. And like, I was really int- into my ministry. Okay. When I moved out here, God completely changed my life. Um, and he was directing me in another area. So I had no one here mm-hmm. to like distract me or mm-hmm. like I had to just sit with myself and sit in my reality. And I got so lonely. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is what this feel like? I don't like this. <laughs> I'm like, I don't like this. Jesus. No. Like, <laughs> I need something to do. You know, like yes. I can't go nowhere. I ain't got no car. I can't. No, I don't like this. No, and, so, and Uber and lifting around here is expensive. It's expensive. It's so expensive. Especially the Girl, that's why I'm working. I, I told you how to clock in. That's okay. why I'm working this weekend. I will have a car this year. I'm like, Lord, this is too much, you know. So I was sitting in my in my room and I was laying in the bed and I was just like I'll allow myself to feel, but then I I have to get out of it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, girl, you can't stay here. Come on, you gotta get up. Yeah. So I was in my feelings, you know, I was letting myself be human and be in my feelings. But then I got tired and I sat up and I said, Lord, if you want me to be single, just say that. Mm-hmm. Just tell me. Yeah. Say that then. 
say that, say that again. I'm like, Lord, if you tell me, and this is so crazy because my heart was just so sincere. And I, I'm still very sincere about that. But I'm like, Lord, if you tell me that I'm meant to be single wholeheartedly, I will be content with that. Mm-hmm. I just need you to make, sh- just tell me. So I'm not chasing something that's not for me. Yeah. If it's not for me, I'll know how to move. I'll get a dog. You know what I'm saying? I can, <laughs> I'll plan to buy my own house. I'll yeah. plan to adopt. You know what I'm saying? I can still yeah. do other things. Just let me know so I can know how to move. Yeah. And I keep not, my best friend's sister called me and was like, girl, this was like two days after. She's like, oh my God, I had a dream about your wedding. And uh, I saw the back of his head. And I saw you. And I was like, oh my God. And then I went to bed like a couple of nights later. And then I had a dream of some this random guy. But, <laughs> but long story short, guy has already... He showed me that marriage is for me, yeah. um, which I'm like, okay, bet. you know, I'm happy to know that. So it has helped me to not go through that, um, that game of like, is this my husband? Mm-hmm. Is this my husband? Am I going to ever be married? Am I, da, da, da? you know what I'm saying? So having that experience of God really showing me like, no, this is what I, I desire for you as well has put me in a place of contentment yeah. and knowing that, okay, well, he on the way. So let but, me just okay. Do, I, well, so, do you feel like though, like now you know that he's on the way, but mm-hmm. since your friend, I don't know if in your dream you saw his face, but your friend saw the back of his head. So yes. now are you like seeing the back of people's heads, being like, "Is that him? Is that him?" <laughs> That's so funny. No, because okay, so in my dream I saw his face. Okay, <clears throat> but it 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 was offensive to me because I thought it was the devil. Oh. Ooh. Because like this guy, he's great, you know, like he's amazing. Oh, so but somebody I never, that you know? It wasn't just somebody I know face. now. Oh, okay. But I didn't know him at the time when I had the dream. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know him when I had the dream. Okay. I just knew of him. So it was offensive because I'm like, why is this? I am Satan. I'm not even looking at this man. Like you're trying to distract me. Yeah. You're trying to get in my business. I'm really focused right now. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and my my sister's French. I mean, my my best friend's sister. She explained to me what he looked like from behind, yeah, like his stature, yeah. And that's how he is. Like that, mm-hmm. it's the same stature, yeah. So I'm like, Lord, what in the world? So I don't know. He's randomly just been popping up in my life, okay, but. My prayer is that God will show him what he showed me. Because I'm not the type, first of all, I got a big personality. But when it comes to relationships, I am so shy. Yeah. I am. If a lot of people think that I don't like them because of how shy I be, mm. you know. Yeah. yeah I you know, compared to my personality. Yeah. It's like, no, I really don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm not, like, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just like, you're making me nervous. Yeah. So... Yeah, and my prayer, I'm definitely not the type to pursue. I don't even have the guts to do it. (laughs) So my prayer is that God will show him what he showed me. But in the meantime, it it really has helped me. Because now I can go to church Mm -hmm. and I don't think about, like, I don't think about it. I don't think about, like, oh, is my husband here? Or, oh, it's like if a guy approaches me or if he's just cool. I don't think about, like, oh, maybe we'll date. Like, those thoughts never come to my mind. Yeah. Because he's not him. Yeah. So well, it has. Yeah. 
Yeah, it has given me a lot of peace, but on the contrast, it's like, Lord, can you speak this up? Because, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm going to say on that, like, I feel like, how long was I? It was maybe like four five years ago. I felt like the Lord tell me, like, I am working on your husband the same way that I'm working on you. Yes, I'm working to prepare the two of you. And when y'all are prepared, I'll have y'all meet. So that at that time, I remember that giving me peace. But then fast forward like four years later, it's like, all right, Lord, like, are you still working on him? Are you still working on him? Like, like, what's going on here? Yes. (laughs) Yes. No, I understand. It is. It's a, it's faith. It's literally all faith. And God, no lie, like two nights ago. God told me, be about my business and I'll take care of yours. Yeah. Because the enemy was trying to make me have anxiety and make me feel like, so now I'm cool. Like now me and this guy, we're friends. Yeah. Like we're cool. Like God has allowed for us to just be friends, which is crazy because it's like, okay. But like we're cool. We're friends. But it's nothing more than that. We're just cool. Um, But I'm just like, Lord, you know, it's not, it's something that I don't want to consistently dwell on. Yeah. Like, I don't want to try to manipulate the relationship. I don't want to try to no. Like, I want you to completely take control over it. Yeah. And in doing that, it really just takes me having faith. And yeah. I'm like, well, if it's your will, because Jesus might come back. <laughs> and if he come back, ain't nothing going to really matter at that point. That so, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, oh. I just want to encourage women, you know, to know your to know that God got you. Yeah, for real. The world is you. crazy, but guys, he's faithful. He's faithful to complete the way. Yeah, and I feel like he gives you nuggets in other areas. Like, mm-hmm. as you're waiting, right, you still, you got all these things popping off musically. I don't know, in other yeah. areas of your life. But, like, something else happens to where you see, like, okay, God is working. Yes. He's behind the scenes. He's setting tables. He is working. Mm -hmm. And I think when those little nuggets come, it's almost like it's like an extra boost, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Guys are like, okay, okay. I could keep moving forward. Like, let me just stay. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely gives you strength Mm -hmm. to like even seeing his hand. The fact that I didn't know him at all. Yeah. So now it's like we are actually friends. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this is this is kind of, and he wants to be cool with me. It's not like, <laughs> you know, it's not like I'm like forcing a friendship or I'm forcing anything. No, he's like, hey, what's up? Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like we're actually cool. But I'm like, oh my god, this is this is interesting. But I'm just letting God be God. And I don't know if you know, know the story. Right um, Megan Good and her husband Devon Franklin. I don't. Well, I didn't hear. I haven't heard it. Just like I don't. Don't quote me on it, but I believe she said something like when they met because they were met working on a film. I think it was the mm-hmm. Jump the Broom film that he like produced. Okay. But when she met yeah. him, she knew like God told her like he's going to be your husband. But they didn't know each other like that. They might have ran into each other at a couple industry events. Um, and it wasn't until, and she even told her friends, and her friends were like, "What? These? They've never hung out or anything." <laughs> she just wow. Met, see, my husband. Y'all be speaking 
weekend. Yes. And then like a year later is when I believe he starts to pursue her. So. See? <laughs> In a year. Megan Good had to wait a year. Like any dude that meet her is probably trying to jump on it in two yes. seconds. Yes. But no, God made her wait a year. Can you imagine her mindset? She probably yeah. was like, I'm making good. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why he trying to pursue me now? You know? Yes. And no, the guy was like, not yet. You know, it's, it's not it's not timing it. And of course, I want things to kind of move along. But as my life is progressing, you know, musically and just even within my personal life, yeah, um, it's kind of like, dang, where would where would he fit in it? You know, mm-hmm. like I'm kind of, I'm just so consumed with my ministry and my music and growing as an individual that in this present time, it's probably, it's a great thing that God is not allowing for us to build on us because I'm still like, he's still building in me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay. I just trust his timing. I mean, I think that kind of answers my question. My next question was, how do you, how does God's presence look like in your life personally outside of the music? Oh my God. His presence. Look, how does it look like outside of my music? The fact that I have gone through so much and I'm, I still have joy and I'm still like my heart is still in the posture of serving God. It's proof that his presence is sufficient in my life. So it's like, he's keeping me. Like he, God didn't kept me in seasons where I didn't want to be kept, where I told God, I don't want to be kept. (laughs) I'm like, Lord, I don't want to be kept. Like literally how I'm talking to you. I, I told God that. And he probably chuckled and mm. said, girl, go, go sit down. You know, yeah. even when I've tried to leave God, it didn't work. <laughs> he didn't allow it to happen. Um, and that is, that is the evidence of me showing like, you know, that God, that his presence is, is within my life. And, and that just because he's keeping me and because I've, and not to compare uh, things, but because I have seen people go through similar things that I've went through and they lost their mind or it completely like they haven't been able to recover. And the fact that God has allowed me to recover from the things that I have, I've experienced is like, why wouldn't I serve him? You know, like why wouldn't I, it's an honor. It's an honor to love him. It's an honor to serve him. Just knowing that he wants to keep me and he wants me to, you know, to do, you know, his will and to, yeah, yeah. That alone is just like, wow. It blows my mind every time. No, well said. And especially like how it's an honor. Like I I definitely feel the same way. Like why wouldn't it? Yes, yes, (laughs) amen. Why wouldn't I? It's so good. Okay. I'm going to switch gears a little. We're going to move on to a hot topic, uh, what's trending right now. I don't know if you saw that um, Andy Mineo and Lecrae's coming in hot is now certified gold. Yes. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Andy Mineo was talking about how it sold half a 
half a million units and um he was saying this music thing is so random you never know what songs will connect all you can really control is showing up every day sharpening the craft working hard staying consistent and letting it go so um i mean just a lot of doors and i feel like in the last decade watching christian hip-hop have opened um yeah. a lot of barriers have been broken what are your thoughts on that um, I agree um, with what he said as far as you never know what song is going to pop for one. Because you can just, you just make, as an artist, you just create and you just try to give the world what's inside of you. And a lot of times the stuff that you don't like is what people love and they're like obsessed with. Um, and then the stuff that's really near and dear to you, it's just, it works the opposite way. Um but yeah, I feel like Christian hip hop is growing as a whole. I know we are, especially women. Yeah, we starting, but especially women. <laughs> like this season, this is the first season. Like I always try to do, if I can, at least interview one female rapper or someone mm-hmm. in the Christian hip hop game. Yeah, this season I have like five that I'm interviewing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Girl, I'm telling you, women is, we're on the rise. And it's crazy because we've always been here, mm-hmm. but now God is allowing for us, you know, our you know, light to be shined on us. So it's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to raise you up. I'm going to raise you up. I'm going to raise you up. And we're killing it. And it's all by the grace of God, you know, that we're showing people that we have the ability to sell out shows and to have a, a large fan base and to have a large support group and to kill a, a live performance. Like you can book us on a tour, you know, you can, we can sell out tickets. Yeah. So it's so rewarding to know that, you know, women in this industry are being acknowledged um, and that we set in records, making history, breaking down barriers. But yeah. So Christian hip hop as a whole is moving. We are definitely progressing. Um, I don't know why some people are just so negative. I don't know if you have a Twitter, but people be going in on Twitter about like the CHH and just in general, and I never get it. <laughs> like obviously they're not fans then or not really Yes, fans. I'm just like guys, what? I mean, I don't know. I feel like the women, I love the women that we have in our space because we genuinely get along. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally a girl game. Yeah. It's literally like, sus, what up? You know, like it's no beef, it's no weird yeah. vibe, it's no like, oh, I'm I'm the girl, so I'm trying to stand out. It's nothing like that. It's yeah. so genuine. Every woman in this industry that I have ever met, it's genuine, it's love, it's it's just great, you know. And yeah. I I love that for us. First of all, somebody had asked me in an interview before, is oh, do you feel like it's tension between you and any of the ladies? And I'm like, no, it's not enough of us to fight. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're trying to change the world, okay? Yeah. <laughs> we're trying to mm-hmm. we trying to put on for all women. We're trying to put on. We don't got time to beef. Like, what is this doing? So I'm so grateful. I'm grateful that the women in our space, we literally, I get along with all of them. I have majority of everybody number. You know, Jekka Soul just texted me a couple minutes ago. Mia Wanda is like this. We literally like one step away from being besties. <laughs> that's my dog <laughs> so 
So it's just, it's great. It's a, a rewarding feeling. D Rose, Angie Rose, uh, Linga, um, Linga the Boss is fire. I don't know, I know about her, but she's familiar great. with her. She's very, very talented. Linga the Boss. I can see her Instagram too. Okay, for sure. Um, different sound, different voice, just fire. Reese Lachey, my dog. Yeah. Like, I'm just cool with all of these women. Thailand, sweetest. Sweetest girl you ever meet. I just found out about her. Who did I interview yesterday that told me? Oh, AI. AI the anomaly. Yeah, yeah. I haven't met AI, but I, every time I'm like around her, like in um a, a, on the virtual side of things, pleasant, very amazing woman of God. I love how she loves her family and loves her yeah. children. Um, so yeah, everybody just lit. And, you know, and I'm glad to say that and it'd it be genuine. But yeah. yeah, so I love the direction that women in CHH is going. It's we take it over. Sis. Yeah, this this it's exciting. I'm excited. I'm like, I can actually do a season premiere and a finale of my podcast with a woman. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I'll send you any any new women I find. I'll definitely send your way if you're just interested because yeah. Bree smiles and it's so many I'm different. It's a lot. Okay. Yeah, I'll send them to you. It's a lot of great women out here. Yeah, they doing big things. Awesome. And you mentioned that you were rapping for the world in the past, but how did you even get into music in the first place? Okay, so I used to rap when I was younger, probably like uh, like three, four, five. I used to freestyle with my brother, and um. Which is weird because I'm not that great at freestyling right now. But when I was younger, I was killing it. I was killing it. <laughs> um, and I just always had a, a gift of rap. I rapped in middle school. I rapped at, at the lunch tables. I don't know why. I don't even know where it came from. I think it just came from my love for music. My mom loved music um, and it rubbed off on me. So I just love music and I just got into rapping. Um, I started doing secular music heavy when I was in high school and me and my friend at the time we went viral we recreated this song you know you have like uh hood celebrities or hood Mm -hmm. stars so it was this boy band a boy group called a doughboy cash out (laughs) and they made a popular song in the city of Detroit and it was a boy version Mm-hmm. So me and my friend, I've always had like an innovative mind of like, oh, let's do this. Like, that's going to go crazy. Let's do that. You know, that's going to go dumb. So I got my friend together to do a remix, but to do a woman version. Mm-hmm. And it went viral. Like we started rapping in the clubs and we was rapping. It was going crazy. Like mm-hmm. people had it on their ringtones back when you could have like cool yeah. ringtones. <laughs> It was going crazy. And I'm like, dang, I can really do this. Like, you know, I, I love Nikki. I love just a lot, just the whole scene of music. Like, I was such a fan of music within itself. Um, and yeah, that's how I actually started. Once I saw like, oh, this is this is like popping up. We used to rap at events and schools and just all type. Well, events for schools, not at the school, yeah. but just all type of stuff we were doing but yeah but once God you know saved me I couldn't do it no more and I deleted my YouTube account I deleted everything I was just I can't do this um but yeah I was definitely rapping 
Were you Portia Love then? No, I was beauty. Yeah. So I have a tattoo right here. It's in Arabic. I was beauty with two eyes. Okay. So that was my name before. And uh, yeah, it was Beauty the Beast. That was like my mixtape. <laughs> I mean, that's a tight name, but it's so also like just contrasting right now because Beauty the Beast versus Portia Love. Beast and Love. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's, it's giving 2002-ish. <laughs> it's giving outdated, you know, it's, it's not, Yeah. Well, my real name is Portia, mm -hmm. so it works. My last name is in love. A lot of people be upset when I tell them that. I don't know why, but like, you're lying. How is your name? I'm like, why? Yeah, I'm like, why are you mad at that? But <laughs> the, the way I got the name was on accident. So, yeah, but like the way I, how love came by. I was just Portia, um, and then I sent out a picture for a flyer um, for an event. And I used to put love on everything because I didn't want to use my last name. And I would just put love everywhere. Like not even putting Portia Love together. It was just like, oh, I'm put love. I looked at it like peace or joy or like I just looked at it as a word. And she took the picture, put it on the flyer, but then she put Portia Love on the flyer. And I was like, oh my God, that's not my name. Like, I'm sorry. But by that time she had like thousands of copies of the flyers out. So I asked my friend, like, what do you think about Portia Love? And he thought it was fire. So I just stuck with it. But yeah. All right. And so you become a Christian. You decide I can't make that music anymore. How did you get into Christian music? So it was all God, literally. I didn't go to an event or nothing. I was, I used to do hair. I graduated from cosmetology school. I still do hair, but I used to do hair at this shop in Detroit on 8 Mile. And, um, excuse me. And I was braiding the girl's hair now and I started talking about God. And I'm like, yeah, you know, God is good. And, you know, especially when you first get said, you want to tell the whole entire world yeah. about Jesus. Yeah. But when you first find out about God, it's like, hey, you in the grocery store. Jesus loves you. Hey, you. You know, like you want to talk. Yes, it's the zeal, girl. You want to tell everybody about Jesus. <laughs> so I'm sitting, you know, I'm writing, and I feel this unction to just talk about God. So I'm like, you go to church, you know? And she's like, yeah, I go to church. And I told her, like, I'm trying to start rapping because I didn't rap for the first two years of me becoming Christian mm -hmm. because I didn't know that Christian rap existed. Mm -hmm. So my first lady will always tell me, you should do Christian rap. You should go ahead and do it. And I'm just like, no, that's whack. The thought of Christian rap just sounds whack. Um, but when I met my friend, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm really trying to get into rap. I'm really trying to see what I can do. She introduced me to a popular guy in my city who was really big in Christian rap. And I started to go to his house and record at his studio. And then I met a huge community of Christian rappers. Detroit has a massive amount of Christian rappers. It's about as many Christian rappers within Detroit as it is in the main scene, like in Christian rap in general. Yes, it was like, it's massive. They're not as, a lot of people stopped doing it, but back in, from 2013 to like 2000, I'll say 18, the city was on lock, okay? okay. We, it, it's a slew of Christian rappers from Detroit. Um, you know, and then 
Detroit is gospel based, mm-hmm. you know, with like Clark Six Sisters and BB and CC and Yolanda. No, not Yolanda, but you know, everybody, Marvin said all of them. Yeah. So it, we're just an extension of that. Um, but yeah, it was, that's how I got introduced to Christian rap. My first Christian rap song ever I heard on accident and it was Triply I'm Good. Okay. And that was when Tumblr was popping. I went on one of my friends' Tumblr, yes. Heard a song, I'm like, oh my God, this is Christian rap. And that's when I discovered Andy Minio and Lecrae and KB and everybody. And I fell in love with Andy Minio. And I was like, he's the best rapper in the world. Yeah. And I used to just listen to his music all the time. And uh, yeah, so that's how I got introduced to Christian rap. Yeah, Andy Minio was one of my first artists that I really fell in love for as well. Because it was like the beginning of me discovering the the genre. And yes. It was coming out. Yeah. Girl, I was such a fan. I'm still a fan, but I, I was like a fanatic. Yeah. It was like crazy. No, yes. that's how I, um, my first, my idea for my podcast, well, really it came out of zeal. Like literally, I just given my life to Christ. Mm-hmm. And he was like, do this podcast. And I'm like, I just gave my life to you. I'm not going to talk to people about God. I'm like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know anything. I'm right. A and he just kept pressing. Yes. So like two months later, I, I actually listened and I started it. But the first, like my demo idea for it, for it was like, I hijacked, hijacked an interview that Andy Minio did. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of took over and did. At that time, I would just take clips of the interview and I would narrate it and I would use their music as the soundtrack. And so that oh, fire. The concept came from, but it was me hijacking his interview and then doing that. And then like my audio engineer hearing that and being like, that's fly. Like, let me work with you. And then I actually started reaching out to artists and doing it. <laughs> yeah, fire. Look what guy has done. Yeah. 2021 still going strong, girl. Yeah, yes. So now um, you basically are getting your Lil Wayne feature swag on. <laughs> You're on everybody's song. I love Lil Wayne. <laughs> that was the best compliment you could give me. <laughs> I'm trying. Yes. This I year think- I'm definitely doing a lot of features. Yeah. How is that, like, I mean, was that intentional or was that? No. (laughs) Okay. No. So, like, I have a vision board in my room on the wall. And um, (laughs) it's crazy. Last year, I did a lot of songs where I had features. And then this year, so many people are hitting me up. So, it's like, I got to finish. Like, I have literally about four features. Now, I have to finish. Um. But these are my friends, you know, yeah. people are, are like, oh, come on, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm just like, okay. So it's a lot that's been going on um, this year. A lot of people, I have my community of Christian rappers have grown, um, especially since I moved out to Georgia. Yeah. Has, this is the best move I could have ever done um, for me spiritually and within my career it was all God and everything has been working out for my good literally everything Mm -hmm. since I moved out here um but yeah me being on a lot of you know having a lot of features these are my friends like I I break bread with these people I chill with these people I talk to them on a regular and they just hit me up like oh of course you know let's do a song let's do this let's do that 
um, especially with Mark Stevie and George Rose, mm-hmm. um, and even well, I can't say that one because it's laying out. But Mark <laughs> Stevie, George Rose, um, they hit me up, and they like, oh, we gonna put you on this song, sis, because you know this was before everything started popping off for me, mm-hmm. um, and when I wasn't selected for the Rapzilla freshman list. Um, of course my feelings was hurt. Yeah. But I understand, you know, like I understand and I respect Rapzilla. There's no beef there. Um, but I was like, dang God, I really feel like I earned it. And I never feel like I deserve anything. If everything is just a gift from God, but I really felt like I worked really hard last year. Yeah. And I'm like, dang, like, I feel like I earned it. You know, like, wow, I was surprised that I was on there. But Mark and George hit me up separately. And they, all of my friends are on it, you know, yeah. so I'm, I was grateful that they made it and they hit me up. It was like, we going to put you on a song. Yeah, you know, like they were, they were mad for me. Yeah. I didn't even have to defend myself, <laughs> but they were, they were just like, no, we're going to put you on a song. Don't worry about it, sis. We're going to, we're going to turn up. I've been waiting to do a song with you anyway. So we're going to put you on a song. So they put me on a song. Um, which we wanted to do anyways. It just ha- it just so happened to work out that way. Yeah. Um, and then I was able to perform at the Rapzilla event by happenstance. Well, to me, but you know, it was God's will. God planned it in advance because um, they didn't even know that they were going to have that long of a set at first mm. um, to like do their own songs. But they both wanted to do the songs that they did with me. And it just happened to pop. Yeah. It just happens to go crazy. So yeah, the features I've been doing have definitely been amazing. These people are my friends. I only want to do songs really with people that I that I know. Yeah. Um, unless it's like Beyonce or <laughs> Nikki. You know, then it's like <laughs> but I'll, I'll compromise then. Right. You know, like I guess we can go for coffee, you know, <laughs> to try to get to know each other a little bit. But uh <laughs> But no, I really enjoy doing music with people that I know. I don't believe in just doing music because they're popular. That is so stupid. I don't care about that. Mm. I don't believe in just collabing because people think it's going to get a lot of streams. Like that is so lame to me. I do music because I love it and because it's authentic. You know, it's like, no, this is my dog. Like, we're about to turn up. Like, no, I can't just do music with anybody just because it sounds good. No, that's not what I do. um, Mark Stevens yesterday, and he had nothing but kind words to say about you. Oh, (laughs) I love him. That's my brother. I I can honestly say that the men that I have met within this space have been so genuine. I'm like a little sister to them, and they just take me in, you know, under their wing, and... uh, they just so respectful and they text me and they like, sis, what you need? You know, you need beats. You need this. You need that. I got you what you need. You know, they're very, they're brothers. And I can honestly say that about the men of God that I have met. Um, the women are great. And then the men of God have been so, so like brothers, like George Rose hit me up. He'll pray for me. He'll like, oh, God told me to tell you this, blah, blah, blah. Miles will text yeah. me, sis, what you doing? Like, Miles will let me sit too long, you know? He's yeah. like, uh-uh, what you got to create? Why you ain't been, I ain't been saying nothing, you know? 
So I'm grateful that they hold me accountable yeah. and that they're, they're brothers in Christ. It's, it's way beyond music. And few, even few. I love you. Okay. That's my dog. Like, he hit me up. Like, sis, good. You know, so it's just, it's great to have brothers in the gospel who are genuinely brothers. They not on that weird junk. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, you can tell they're men of God. So it's great. That's awesome. The uh, Rapzilla concert, that was mm-hmm. my first event that I got to go to since I've been out here. So, I mean, it was fire. <laughs> it was fire. Yes. <laughs> and that's my first time seeing or even hearing you like you kept like you popped up on stage a couple times and just like the crowd's reaction and everything and I remember I was standing next to Chad Horton you know Rapzilla and I whispered to him I said who is that <laughs> <laughs> he was like it's Portia Love I'm like okay okay and I like immediately right? <laughs> following you I'm like okay oh, <laughs> Girl, yes, it was amazing. Literally, like, man, I just have such a passion for women, mm-hmm. especially women in our space. You know, we just get so overlooked. And it's fine, though, because God, it all works together for our good. Yeah, I'm telling you, it, it hurt in the moment. And it's like, dang, you know, you be crying. And well, when I say you, I mean me. You know, <laughs> you be crying. <laughs> and it's like, what? You know, is this is this what you want me to do? Because you get so many no's, you get so many doors closing your face. But God is like, no, be patient. I got you. I got you. You know. Yeah, so when I went on that stage, yes. So when I went up there, I'm just like, I have to represent for the ladies. That's my whole mindset. Yeah. Like, I gotta turn up for them. I gotta because who are they going to look up to? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who's going to inspire them? And I'm not gonna put out other names, but it's like. We, we as women of God, we, we bring a different fragrance. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we bring a different presence when we show up. And it's like, I want that little girl to be like, dang, she doing that for God. I can do that for God. Yeah. Like, wow, she do. I can do that. Like, oh, you know, it's like, I want them to at least have some type of godly example that they can see in, in a woman and to say like, dang, she got integrity. Mm-hmm. She did when is she blah, blah, blah. You know, she ain't showing all of this. She ain't her mouth ain't you know and be like wow I can do that because men in our space we have they have plenty of that they have plenty of men to look up to but it's like where's the generation of Deborah's and Esther's and Ruth's and and young women of God like who they gonna look up to so it's totally we need to be represented and I'm just grateful that God is raising up women to represent women you know so it's a beautiful feeling yeah just remember that Rapzilla freshman happens every year. And oh, yeah. <laughs> so you didn't make it on the 2021 20, Rapzilla freshman, but I mean, you were on the Reach Record 2021 summer playlist. So let's talk about that. <laughs> See, I've got to do that. Yes. <laughs> Girl, I'm just like, I'm so grateful. Um, because God has been doing things that I could not have even dreamed about. But yeah, so what you want to know? How you, what you want to know? How I got started or what? How it got started and your reaction when you found out. Okay, so, okay, I'll start with this. So in 2020, 20, 2020 um, we know pandemic, Corona, everything was, everybody was depressed. Yeah. So Ace hit me up. Shout out to Ace Harris. 
AC me up and was like, girl, he's like, girl, that's just how I saw. He was like, girl, we got the Reach Records playlist. You know, I want to see if you can get on it. Of course, my mind is blown. This is Ace Harris, who is now very close to me. He's my brother. But at the time, I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. So I'm trying to create. I'm like, let me, Lord, please. I'm praying. I'm fasting. I'm calling on friends. I'm like, y'all, hear me. I don't know what to do. I'm trying to create. Nothing that was fired was coming out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dang, I can't. I don't know what's going on. I'm so depressed. I'm so, I'm just not feeling it. Like, I'm not able to create. So I sent him back stuff. And he like, uh, it's okay. It's just not doing it for me. You know, like, oh, okay. You know, it's all right. Excuse me. He's like, yeah, it's okay, but it's just not working. So sorry, we're not gonna be able to do it this year. So of course I was sad. I said, like, okay. But I knew I gave it my all. And I was like, well, Lord, I, you know, I gave, I did the best I could do. So this year when I moved out here, I got a call from no, I was at Hobie's release party. Okay. So I'm at Hobie's release party. One day comes and she walked up to me and like, oh sis, it's got a song he want me and you to do i'm like for real okay let's do it you know it was bound to happen me and wande has already we we did a song together years ago okay way like i'm talking about 2013 oh so it was yeah so we've been nobody released or what yeah it's well it's um this was before like spotify itunes was popping um, so it's released on like Bandcamp. I think I put yeah. it on Bandcamp. <laughs> <laughs> long time ago. Well, I think I, it's it's like it was a long time ago, but I had it hadn't been like on stream. Like you can't stream it. Um, but we met on Twitter. But yeah, so anyway, so uh she came with me, was like, girl, you know, um, Ace got a song for us to do. I was like, period, let's do it, you know. So Ace hit me up and I went to the studio. I went to the studio to re-record 70 degrees. Mm. Um, because Miles hit me up yeah. and called me. So that was like, first one they told me, Ace wanted us to do a song. I'm like, okay, bet, let's do it. A week after that, Miles called me. It was like, sis, we got the song 70 degrees and Ace said you would sound fire on it. I'm like, shout out to Ace for just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Throwing me, throwing me the layup, I can dunk it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I'm like, okay, bet. Let's, you know, let's do it. So I go to the studio. I record 70 degrees. I send it back to them. They say it's fire. Ace is like, I want you to re-record it, you know, better quality, better sound. Just do it better. I'm like, okay, bet. So I go to Reach and I'm recording. Well, actually, we went to a separate studio because Reach was packed so i went to a separate studio with ace and that's where i met dre dre is also an a and r for reach records uh-huh. amazing he uh wrote let me see you walk 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 you know that song yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's very talented he's very good at making like girl box okay so i'm texting one day i'm like okay i'm about to go to the studio i'm gonna be there with dre blah 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 and she's like oh ask him if he can help us with our song he's <laughs> good at like writing for women he's so kind He's just a good dude, you know, like he's just a good dude. And he's really good at like creating bops for women. Okay. So I'm like, bet I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to bring it up. Wanda is very, um, she has little to no fear. So she don't mind, <laughs> Like she's very much a go-getter. She don't mind. Like, can you do this? Can you, like, she'll just do it. Yeah. Me, on the other hand, 
I'm like, let me feel it out. You know, yeah. I just trying to fill the room. <laughs> I'm like, can I, let me get a feel of the room. Yeah. You know, like, I don't really know Dre. I'm, I don't want to just ask him to help, you know. So I'm like, dang, why they ask you? I don't want to just go ahead and ask him. But we get in the studio. I record 70, I re-record 70 degrees. Perfection. Okay. It came out so much better just being there. Um, and then Ace brought up the song with me and Wande. So they played it and none of the lyrics was there. Like it was, a, it was a demo. So it was a whole different, everything was different. Okay. And we just got together and started writing. We was like, okay, this sound fire. We FaceTime one day because she wasn't available at the time. And we just was like writing. And for weeks we would link up. We went to reach and we just kept working on the hook, kept working on the hook, kept trying to revise it, kept, you know, fixing it. And it was so fun. And then one day we'll show up and we would all be together and okay. eat Chipotle and <laughs> Starbucks <laughs> and just have fun. It was so much fun where we literally was in the studio together writing. And, you know, we all sat down was like, okay, take off this word, add this word. I don't like this. Turn this up, you know? So it was definitely like a collab. Me, Ace, Dre, and Wanda. Great experience. I went to the studio. I hate writing in the studio usually. Yeah. But that's because when I go to the studio, I got to pay for it. Okay. And it's like, you got to, you know what I'm saying? You, you got to kind of time on it. Yeah. Yes. Well, and Rich, yeah. right. When you go to Rich, it was free for me. Okay. You know, yeah. like, I'm just, I'm just there to show up. Yeah. <laughs> I had more peace about it. Yeah. I didn't have more anxiety about writing. I'm just like, it's this one room at Rich that I adore. And it's, it's really, it's like a little room in Studio B. It's a room before you get to the actual studio. And I love it because it's just quiet. You can just close the door. And I wrote my verse. I wrote for Don't Worry About It. I wrote the whole verse that day. And it just came out. And it was like, oh, my God. So, yeah, that's how it happened. Great experience. So, um, Don't Worry About It ended up on the summer playlist and on the New Music Friday playlist. Yes. That's crazy, sis. I was like, what the heck? That was wild. Because honestly, like I knew the song was going to be a big song. Yeah. When I heard it, when we finally got everything, you know, why they finished her verse, we fixed the hook. We took out certain words of the hook. I knew it. I'm like, this song slap. Like women, yeah. we're going to, we're going to tear this song up. Yeah. You know, it was definitely like a, a girl anthem, definitely like a we hear, like period. Well, it was so, also the perfect song to start off the Reach record summer playlist because it started off. I was like, okay, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I didn't even know that it was going to be the first song. It's crazy because you don't really know a lot of stuff until they send you like the track list. So we had the listening party, we had all of that happening. We didn't even know that it was going to be the first song until we got the track list, mm -hmm. which was like a few days before it was released. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh my God, our song is the first song. I thought it was like further down. Yeah. I'm like, what? It's the first one? So yeah, it, it was amazing. Just, just experiencing that. And we didn't have that cover originally. The, mm -hmm. the cover that we had was, it had nothing to do with us. Like the cover that they had at first, I'm like, Wanda, would you, I don't know. Like, what you think about this? 
So we had to like ask them, you know, can we change it? Of course, they their reach is so great. So they're like, yeah, let's find something that's more like Black girl magic-y. You yeah. know, well, I'm sure they didn't say that, but that's what I wanted. Yeah. So like me and Wanda wanted something that fit us and then they were able to to change it, but fire. It worked out great. Okay. And you also hosted the Holy Smokes Festival for Indie Charlotte. Yes. Yes. That was <laughs> such an honor. How did that opportunity come about? Shout out to Aaron Knight. The E is for expensive. Okay. Oh, uh, I, I, I didn't <laughs> talk to Aaron this this season as well. I talked to her yesterday, actually. Oh, yeah. Girl, I am an Aaron stand. <laughs> I am unashamed about it. I I adore that woman of God. Like she's so amazing, so powerful, so kind, so wise. I can hear listen to her talk all day. But Aaron, okay, so what happened was I saw the festival and I'm like, oh, this is going to be so great. Like, oh, and I just felt like something was going to happen where I was going to be a part of it. I just didn't know how, but I'm like, I'm going to just buy my ticket just in case. So, you know, I don't know. Um, Literally, Aaron texts me and she was like, do you want to, um, do you want to host? Like, how do you think, how do you feel about hosting Holy Smoke? Do you, is that something that you would like to do? Yeah, without question. Like what? Like what Koye said in Black Panther, without question. <laughs> Absolutely. What? Like, girl, I don't think I ever text something like that fast. I said, yes, I would love to do it. So Erin hit me up, gave me the opportunity, and that was it. She was like, okay, bet, say less. So I, I didn't hear anything else from her after that. So I wasn't for sure. Yeah. My mind was kind of like, uh, is it really going to happen? Yeah. I don't know. But when I got the flyer and my name was on it, I'm like, wow, this is crazy. So it's great. Like I always say, Aaron Knight is to Black women in this industry what Michael Jordan was to basketball. Mm. Like she is such a prominent figure in our space. She is such, she's, she's needed. You know, she's definitely needed. She's definitely an Esther. Like yeah. for such a time as this, you yeah. know, like. She gives us opportunities where we would normally be overlooked. And a lot of times we're not even overlooked on purpose. Yeah. It's just, it just happens because people are not in the know when it comes to women in our, in our industry. And even especially black women, you know, they're not really in the know when it comes to us in this industry. Um, but Erin is definitely all in it. And she's like, no, I want a black woman to do this. I need a, I need to see a woman doing this. I want to, you know, put some little flavor in here. So it's fire. It was such an honor to host it. It was so exciting. I lost my voice. Oh, I mean, I don't. That, not shocked. <laughs> yes, I lost my voice, but I lost it the day before. Like I lost it. Yes, I lost my voice the day before because I was yelling. I was yelling at the listening party. Oh, yeah. It was supposed to be listening. And I was yelling. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I was yelling at the basketball game. I'm like, girl, you need to be quiet. So Aaron made me shut up. She's like, Portia, <laughs> shut stop. up. Like, right when I was hosting. <laughs> yes, yes. I only hosted the first four, which was perfect because I was able to be quiet for the rest of the day. But Aaron was like, no, I need you to stop talking. And people kept trying to talk to me. And she was like, no, Portia's not talking because I need her voice to be on point. So I just stopped talking. And then I was able to perform, but it was an amazing experience. I've never experienced a crowd like that 
mm-hmm. when it came to me performing. Now, I've been in front of a lot of crowds, but the wave, once we got on that stage, they didn't even know the song. Like, y'all, this is your first time hearing the song. A lot of them didn't even come to the listening party. Yeah. It was just crazy. The feeling was, like, I felt the atmosphere change. Yeah. I felt, it was like, <laughs> they were going so crazy that it scared me. Like, as I was rapping, I was like, oh, like, it, it scared me because it was, I don't know, but it was a great experience. Great. That's awesome. Congrats. I mean, thank you. Testament. See, like, God is just popping things off in your career right now. Yes. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Yes. I'm grateful. So I want to move on to our four song breakdown where the artist raps or recites a verse and discusses what's going on between the long, the lines of the song story. Um, I did pick three songs for you um, up to speed. George Rose and yes. with Mark Stevens and Miles Minnick. Okay. And with S.O. Um, okay. So if you don't mind just picking a verse. They're rapping it, reciting it, and breaking it. Okay, so I I picked this is before Don't Worry About It was out. Okay, so I did pick Don't Worry About It. Good, that's fine. But we could do, um, wait, do you okay? Let's do up to speed first. Okay. Are, am I gonna do four? Yeah, I mean, if you want to do add Don't Worry About It, then that makes four, unless you got another song you wanted to do. Okay, no, okay. that's fine, that's good. Okay, so I have a Don't Worry About It, 70 Degrees, Up to Speed. And then I did Daniel. Okay. Only because it's very, uh, it's fire. Okay, right. so <laughs> let's start with Up to Speed. Okay, so you want me to wrap the whole thing or what? Just pick um Up to Speed, you have one verse. So yeah, you can, if you want to, don't mind doing that one verse. Okay. Let them know we out this world. God is looking bionic. Holy Spirit got me up to speed. They calling me Sonic. Living life solely for God. No, ain't no more debating. Working now my own Sally. God is beating temptation. Get this clap back. They ain't really talking like it's mine. And I'm old vines like Amanda. Only one of Daniel, not a Samson. And he a cancer. I don't got time to be nothing but honest. My favorite language is speaking Ebonics. George, hit me up. Let them know we up to speed. Saying if you on this side, that's the only way, the only way to be. Yay! <laughs> Yee! Yes. Yay! <laughs> so that's up to speed. And I feel like people don't, like the, the part where I say, only one of Daniel, not a Samson. Yeah. Because Daniel was, you know what I'm saying? Man of God. Jesus. I love Daniel. Uh, I see. I your whole face, your expression and everything. It was like you were just reminiscing on like a savory I don't know piece of pie you had or something <laughs> yes I love that he was so disciplined like and his faith unashamed perfect guy Samson was a man got to no judgment you know what I'm saying but I don't want a Samson and then I said he a cancer I don't want people to think that I'm talking about the zodiac sign yeah but it's like cancer like sickness you know like yeah he like he's not good for me yeah i love throwing like little nuggets like that in music that's fun to be yeah. able to you know throw like the sassy side of women in music 
Um, I always pray like, Lord, I hope it ain't, you know, coming off wrong. But at the end of the day, I just got to be myself. But it's so fun to represent women in a way of like, like what? In a way that a lot of people are not used to as far as like Christian women. A lot of people think Christian women are borderline desperate, you know? And it's like, bro, absolutely not. <laughs> like, let me let you know how I really feel about you. Yeah. Like, I was trying to be nice. Okay. <laughs> so this next one is 70 Degrees, which is fire. Shout out to Miles and G. Rose. So it is, don't it feel like Summer nights in 99 with the whole team. Windbreaker white ones with the gold links. Never keep you low key. They want to know how that Detroit girl get all this glow. I let them know. Riding in the panto with our heads out the window. Screaming, we don't look like what we've been through. And I'll let them keep you stressed. Boo. Love God and serve people is the only thing I'm into. Now we feeling like we winning. Feeling like we live. Now we feeling wait what do mm-hmm. now we feeling like we winning feeling something like ain't no limit yep well we won't we go and get it <laughs> tell that girl to cut them off keep your head to the sky if you don't love God tell them bye bye clearly I wasn't reading the lyrics right <laughs> but uh <laughs> but yeah so I love this song I love um I love this the lyrics it's just it's summery it's very fun and great definitely summery got that cali beat cali vibe going yes 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 okay so this next one is daniel chapter three which i love this song i feel like it's so slept on but i feel like the song was probably for me um but i love it i love it it's so like it's just it ministers to me so the verse is a little longer, but I decided I want better. Is it a curse or is it a blessing? He another distraction. They learned my lesson. How they got make me win and equal me stressing. Feeling like I'm always tested. Heartbreaker or heartbreaking. Yeah. Then both roles I partake in. Tell me if you down or not. I'm not waiting, making meals out of leftovers. We not wasting. I'm not wasted. I need more peace than a little. How we feeling neglected? God speak the word. We'll manifest it. Mama said, you don't want it till you desperate. That's why he spent his rent money on his necklace. Starving for affirmation. Love status is complicated. We complicated. Why when things going good? Is it good? I'll debate it. Was wasting time of our life getting faded. Now we sending up the praises. Yeah. So I'm looking at the creation, but at the creator, the one who made it. Yeah. Mama prayed and we made it. So that's day chapter three. Okay. And why do you feel like okay. it ministers to you? So in the in the story of Daniel chapter three, it was when the the Hebrew boys was telling King Nebuchadnezzar that even if God does not deliver us from this fire, that does not take away the fact that he can. Mm-hmm. So even though even if he decides not to deliver us, just know that he's able to do it. Yeah. Um, and it really spoke to me because it's like even if I don't get what my heart's desire. Even if I don't reach this potential of life that I feel like I earned, I deserve, whatever, that does not take the fact the way of God being good and God being capable and God being able. And um, yeah, so it spoke to me 
And even with what I was talking about with relationships and, you know, experiencing, even though I haven't been in a relationship, I've experienced, well, in Christ, I haven't been in a relationship in God. I've experienced a lot of situationships to mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, you know, God, is this a curse or is this a blessing? Like yeah. he, another distraction, ain't learned my lesson. How did God make me win and equal me stressing? Feeling like I'm always testing, you know? So it's like, dang, Lord. I feel like I'm winning, but I'm stressed. Like, why am I stressed out? Why is it stressing me out? And then it's like, is he a blessing or he is he a lesson? Like, you know, so I feel like it speaks to a lot of people and a lot of women in a lot of different areas. Even with the love status, it's complicated. We complicate it. Why when things going good, is it good? I'll debate it. Just have an anxiety of consistently going through things and you used to going through and it's like I've been going through so much I can't even enjoy my season of happiness yeah I can't even enjoy my season of joy because I'm so used to trauma I'm so used to always going through that I'll question it like Mm -hmm. how long is this gonna last you know and I know that's not how God intended for us to live but Mm -hmm. yeah it definitely speaks to a lot of different parts of me I I I can relate to that for sure (laughs) yes (laughs) Happy to know. Yes. <laughs> okay. So the last song is uh Don't Worry About It. Okay. Everybody about to know we was about that action, but we glad we let it go. He took me my highest when I kept my spirit low. They know we don't need we don't even care about who doubt. I listen to God. Now we getting flued out. Oh God. I'm so glad I waited. Going super sad in his plans. I'm elated. Look, fear in the face. Say the top is for the taking. If the dude don't fast, don't pray. We ain't dating. Ew. Went from nothing into something. Won't he do that? Now we leaving an impression like a do-rag. Went from Angelica to Angelic. Look at how we develop. Force your love. And one day, your holy girl, the aesthetic. So that is the word about it. Okay, okay. That was fun. Writing that was definitely fun. I like the leaving an impression like a do-rag mm. because a lot of people, you know, if you don't wear a do-rag, you ain't going to get it. <laughs> it's, like, it's so clear. Like, as soon as you say it, like, I just, I can visualize the impression on the forehead. Yes. It's like, dang, I've got to try to rub this off in the car before yeah. I do it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's, I love it. I love the, um, went from Angelica to Angelic. Um, even he took me my highest when I kept my spirit low that is factual mm-hmm. like the more I just stay at his feet you know the higher I go and that's biblical yeah um, exalting the humble but yeah this whole even if the dude don't fast don't pray we ain't dating you know I could not have a song with Wanda and not add something like a clap back you know yeah. I could not just have a song and not add something that was gonna you know get the fellas like oh, okay period so i definitely had to <laughs> i had to let it be known so let's keep them standards up yes so, keep them up. yeah <laughs> oh, and that's cool man wait i'm sorry my grandma is here hold on grandma oh, you're good i'm all outside it's it's the weekend grandma ain't no stories on you got all caught up, <laughs> yesterday. All caught up yesterday that's so funny okay I mean, we we can stream it. I'll, I'll put something on. Just give me like five five minutes. I'll come down there. Put your stories on, okay? <laughs> put your stories on. That's cute. 
grandma, you don't. Portia Love. Yes. That's her name's Portia Love, grandma. It's not like you know her. Oh, <laughs> hey, grandma. <laughs> hey, Portia, you, you said Portia Love, your name? Uh, hi, yes, lady. Hey, 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 young lady. How, how you doing, girl? I'm good, grandma. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing all right. I'm just sitting up here, just just staring at the wall. Just I'm trying to watch my stories. My grandbaby up on uh, what what they call this Zoom. Uh, uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, oh, Zoom up on here talking to you. I need her to put my stories on. Oh my God! Yes, ma'am. I understand. She needs to put your stories on. Uh, look, could you mind if I say a little prayer, and then I'm gonna get her to put my stories on? Can I say a prayer for you? Go ahead, go ahead, come on. Lord, I, I pray Portia Love continues to, to radiate the love that you you cloak her in, love. Lord, yes, I, Lord. I pray that, that the love of this, this East Side girl is, is felt by more. Lord, I pray she continue to be on her feature game to get her little Wayne on, but... But Lord, give yes, Lord. a full album too, Lord. Yes, she has so many features. I, I don't even know if she even remember the songs, Lord. <laughs> Lord, just even though it's it's more than than, than seventy degrees, Lord, I hope that she don't yes. worry about it. Lord, yes, don't let her worry about being trendy. I mean, she from the ghetto, then let her say that then. Let her get us all caught up to speed, Lord. Because we should have known that your prophecy don't say, eh, eh, no. And leave me alone. But your prophecy said, don't worry about it, Lord. Yes. Lord, I pray that you let this this young lady do her features, but but give her the space and the time to give us an album, Lord. <laughs> yes, God. I pray these things, Lord, and in your son's name. Amen. Amen, Grandma. Thank you. Yes. You're, Thank you're you. welcome, young lady. You're welcome. Um, yes, ma'am. Get my grandbaby Galika back yes. on here so I can get to my stories. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yeah. All right, baby girl. Nice meeting you. Yes, ma'am. Nice meeting you, too. Your granddaughter's great. <laughs> Galika, she ready for you now. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that is great <laughs> oh my god appreciate you for entertaining my grandma yes yes I mean phenomenal woman <laughs> her life is on fire <laughs> she's a phenomenal woman indeed <laughs> so. oh my god to wrap this up, okay. <laughs> how does God's presence look like in your life musically? We talked personally. What would you say musically? Wow. Okay. So I would say that God's presence, how does it look like in my life musically? Um, wow. I could just, just seeing how far he has brought me within this year alone um, like I testified before, there has, has been so many doors that were closed, um, so many opportunities that I wanted, um, but God 
did not want for me in that time. Um, and now I'm in a season where God has been rewarding me for my faithfulness. Mm. And I'm only faithful because he has given me the strength to be faithful. Mm. Um, but he has been rewarding me for that in my music and in my ministry and just being patient and learning to wait my turn and learning to celebrate others when it's their time and to support others and to just, you know, understand that when, when a door does close, it's okay. It's God's will and God will open up a bigger door. And this is the evidence of it. I have been an underdog for so long. So many people have not known about me. And so many people have, a lot of people have known about me, but it's like, you know, a lot of people have overlooked me. Um, but God has set it up to where it's like, you can't deny me now. Mm. Like it's, you can't, yeah. even if you try, like, it's like, you can't do it. Um, and it's, and I do say that in the most humble way possible in the most way, in the most humble way that I could possibly say it. But yeah, God's presence in my ministry, in my music ministry, it's just been showing up in the ways that he has opened up doors for me that only he can do. It's literally, you can, anybody from the outside looking at it can only say that it's God. Mm-hmm. And they could never say, I can't even say, I can't even take the credit for it. Mm-hmm. I can't even say, oh, I didn't work hard for it. I didn't do this. I didn't blah, blah, blah. You know, grandma even said, I need an album out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yes>. oh, it's, <laughs> not, it's nothing that no one can get glory for, yes. but God. Only, only people can say, wow, God is really doing this. God is really doing it. You know, it's literally all God that's been opening up these doors for me. And I'm just grateful that he has chosen me to walk in it. So, it, and it's, it's just the beginning. It's only the beginning. And I'm so, I'm just so excited to represent women, to represent holy girls, to represent <laughs> love tribe, to represent, you know, to represent the gang. I'm just excited that God is shining a light on what he is doing in my life and in the lives of those that's connected to me. So yeah, it's a, um, it's a crazy experience. It's blowing my mind every day. (laughs) Um, That's, that's, that's great. It's, um, it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just, excited girl i'm excited to share and to me any win that i get i don't feel like it's my win you know it's like it's my like oh this is my win or no i always feel like hey y'all look what god is doing in our lives like it's a win for all of us it's definitely a win for the team so it's great to experience okay and now that you've completed the interview who would you like to see me interview on the show whose testimony would you like to hear uh, I would love for you to do Reese Lachey. Her testimony is fire. She's a great person. Um, Linga the boss. I can send you her information. She's fire. Bree Smiles is fire. Um, Mia, I don't know if you know. Mm-mm. Mia, she is on a podcast with her. She has a podcast okay. with her and her sister. So she's not an artist, but she is a, a CHH. Uh, she has a podcast. Okay. But I think it would be dope to just experience, like, what is it like to be a woman in this industry? And y'all, would, I feel like y'all would have so much in common. Okay. Um, her and her sister have a radio show. Um, it's called Eminem Radio. Eminem Radio, okay. Yeah, Eminem Radio. Um, I love Misa, but I feel like Mia, she's a single woman. Um, 
I can give I can give all these people all their information to you okay. too. Um, but she's just dope. She's just a dope woman, and I definitely believe that her testimony could help a lot of people. Okay. So yeah. All right. Well, Portia Love, I appreciate you for taking the time to talk to me. Yes. Thank you. Girl, this was fun. Girl, this was so fun. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad it was fun. I'm glad you enjoyed your little break from work. <laughs> yes, I needed it. I needed it. This was fun. Thank you so. I'm so happy that you even, that you're even doing this. I'm glad that you t- told God yes, you know, that you answered his call and you know you're doing this this is so great if you ever want to do anything in the future you know whenever i get that feature with uh mickey yes uh, and kurt franklin you know what i'm saying <laughs> don't worry girl i got you okay got you. <laughs> you ain't gonna worry about us as it's us little people down oh here. no i listen i'm telling you i got you just call okay. me you're like oh come on i'll come back i definitely will okay um but yeah so i'm it's an honor i'm excited Hey, what's up? Thank you. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for watching the show. However you consume us, thank you. Please subscribe to the show. And if you really enjoy the content, please leave a review. It really does help with the ranking of the show. And if you want to go an extra mile, share the show, share this episode. And for all things testimony, visit testimonystories.com. Until next time, I'm Gilika Brown, the music lover constantly seeking positive music.